0: Hello, my friend. This is Clyde. What did I tell you? (laughs) Acts chapter 1 and verse 8 says, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. The sports world is buzzing with excitement, certainly here in the United States. College basketball is getting hotter in the month of March. The basketball world is bursting with excitement as the championship rounds draw near. There is hockey, there is track and field at various levels. There is something that goes on in the sporting world that we sometimes overlook, and that is the power and word of the coach. There are some coaches who will make predictions a year or two ago, and as each round goes by, the team is reminded of the prediction of the coach. When the competition is over and there is one winning team, somewhere on the field, in the arena, in the locker room, the coach will get a chance to say these words. Guys, what did I tell you? It is a rhetorical question by then because the celebration of victory is the words of the coach come true. Coach had predicted that this team would be champions and it happened just like he said. Jesus was about to leave On his trip back to heaven, he had been on earth a little over 33 years and it was time to go back to his home. He had accomplished what he came to do. He died on the cross to take away the sins of the world. But there was one big thing that was yet to happen. How will he take away the sins of the world? He had a plan, a big plan that was put in motion a long time ago when he chose those disciples and was coaching them for three and a half years. Well, that day on the Mount of Olives, Jesus was going to release the last big part of the plan. He had the personnel. He told them earlier what they were going to be doing. He had identified the starting place. Now he was going to give one final instruction. They were about to hear of the power that will drive the movement but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Jesus was a visionary. He selected some ordinary people to do an extraordinary assignment to lead the program for him to build his church with people from all over. Look at the layout. These guys were going to start in Jerusalem. First of all, many of them were from Galilee, but let us wait and see. Then they were going to go to the wider world of Judea. That is ambitious, given the few of them. Then they were going to land in Samaria. Did he just say Samaria? Jesus, haven't you noticed that we are Jews, and Jews have nothing to do with that place called Samaria? (laughs) And to the ends of the earth. The experts still believed then that the earth was flat and had no clue about places like modern-day Asia, the Americas, and the Southern Hemisphere. That was the plan, my friend, and with that, Jesus left. They certainly did not understand the first few words, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. How will we win the championship cup? coach against all those big teams that have dominated the competition for years you guys will have power pay attention to the power well first day that the holy spirit arrived in acts chapter 2 was a day called pentecost This could not have been organized by any committee. It was the day when thousands of Jewish people from the diaspora were in town for the religious festival. The Holy Spirit arrived in a most dramatic manner never seen before. The band of 120 people who were in an upper room, they were empowered, just like Jesus said, and it drew attention to where they were. One of them stood up and preached an unprepared sermon, but don't forget that they just received power. Well, at the end of that sermon, 3,000 people were converted. That vast number consists of Jews from inside and outside of Jerusalem. Do you see what I see? That was just the beginning. For the next several months, the movement spread like wildfire in Jerusalem to the extent that there was a powerful and determined opposition with one goal: crush this Jesus movement. What did Jesus tell them? If the opposition gets so great that life is threatened, some people will have to run to th- for their lives right? Well, watch this: some ran to Judea. That was familiar territory. It was okay for Jews to relocate to Judea. But it is when some of them had to find refuge in Samaria. That is when it grew crazy. Jewish people who were converted to the Jesus movement found themselves in forbidden territory in Samaria. And the minute they landed in Samaria, they were preaching up a storm about Jesus and converting these forbidden people. What was driving this crazy expansion of the Jewish movement? Jesus told the team that you were going to be empowered by the Holy Spirit. And this is what was happening. Not long after, one of the Jewish guys named Philip had an unusual experience. He met an Ethiopian government official and he got that one man converted. And did I tell you that the man was on his way back to Ethiopia, Africa? He took the message to where? one of the far ends of the world. And that was just the beginning of the spread of the Jesus movement. 2,000 years later, that movement is still growing. Jesus had told the guys on the day he was leaving, that they would receive power and they would cover the world with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Their minds could not figure it out, but they had submitted to Jesus. The gospel has penetrated the lives of people all over the world for 2,000 years. And Jesus' word is continuing to happen. And how? The power of the Holy Spirit is still working. What did I tell you?